Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 4th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm I'm doing spectacular. I mean, I, I guess I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm concerned about my safety and well-being. I've got um, a I've got a bomb cyclone and a pineapple express heading my way. The weather. That's what it's called. A bomb cycle and a pineapple express. In this, in this, in an atmospheric river, which we had last week. What's that mean? I mean, what? Who's naming this shit? <laughs> Some fancy meteorologist, dramatic meteorologist. It's like the I have the weather.com app, and they send you these push notifications that are, you know, these like movie like horror stories. Like they're very over dramatic. These names and all this, uh, the things that could happen to you and the things that have happened in some far off land that means nothing to your locale and your weather situation. But the weather guys, I think, are a little overdramatic. I'm not I'm not starting the new year taking a local taking a run at local news. But I do think sometimes with the naming, we get a little little dramatic, like these names of these new drivers, these (laughs) preposterous new names. What are these the drivers? I, I don't even pay attention. I, I try. Oh, I went. To... Oh, it's hard not to pay attention. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm not even looking for this. I'm not a gearhead. I honestly I don't... haven't. I haven't read. All I saw was the Stealth Two, which I thought should have been the Stealth Junior. <laughs> stealth Two, more stealthy this time. Extra stealth. <laughs> carbon, I assume. Lots of carbon. Um, I don't even know what the tech is, but I I, I love the names. We have Aerojet. Which is just like, who's, like what who, is this? Who's got the Aerojet? Guess. Um, ta- it's not TaylorMade. They're stealth. It's maybe uh, Cobra. Yeah, Cobra. Cobra Aerojet. Like, I, I don't know I what that means. I have not Does looked up any of these. I've fly? been in my own world lately. I don't know what Wilson is. I didn't look up Wilson. I saw they bagged Kevin Kisner. So they're on the, the Poofball Express. Got yeah, the Poofball Express. You know, it'll be... Popping the Cortex, a solid 265 out there. Go, I think we should go after a Wilson deal. Let's try and get him, <laughs> get him on board. Well, we've said so many things about it. They, uh, like, I think they'd be into that. They probably don't, talks they about realize Wilson they, don't need, they don't need it because they're going to get free ads from us all year <laughs> That's long. <right. laughs> free ads for four, five-year-old drivers from a reality show that got Brian Erlacher's stamp of approval. <laughs> And that didn't make the conforming list. That's the best part about it. <laughs> oh, we're playing the hits here at the start of the year. Uh, they got a tour truck, though. They got up off the, you know, the, the F-150 towing a trailer. Um, well, they, into they, a real... got, they probably had to get one to lure Kisner over. I mean, <laughs> after, after, his, uh, after his dominant President's Cup. You know, Shargon. Getting Seabez, taking him to the woodshed in singles, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so the, the Aerojet, like what the hell is this? Like a, a, a warhead or something? I don't understand. Um, and then my favorite paradigm, 
but it's P-A-R-A-D-Y-M. So What's eradicating that? vowels, but using sometimes vowels. You know, why can be a vowel. You know, why. Is that Callaway? Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Aerodyne with a Y. What is this? Come on. I think we're overdoing it. Why can't we just like, you know what the great name what if was? they just called it Driver? Great Big Bertha. Right? Did they have to make that sound like some menacing or super speed blazing thing? That was cheeky, right? People love it. People love the name. But now it's just this arms stealth paradigm. Like these terrible, terrible, like live live marketing guys came up with some of these names. Seriously? But I get it. It's Par- hard to name Paradigm stuff. might be worse than Smash. I agree. Naming things is, is off. It's very hard. Right. So who are we? Especially to talk? well, the other issue is that they have to come up with a new name every single year. Right. Because these Sometimes things are coming. These things are popping out. Like it's like they're, <laughs> you know, like like they're the equipment companies are constantly having Irish twins. Like it's like your <laughs> your friend that's just having baby after baby after baby. It's just absolutely absurd. I uh, I'm just happy I'm not in the equipment game. I can. Yeah, uh, it'd be hard. It'd be hard to name, but that's always one of my favorite things when they roll these out. The start of the paradigm, stealth two, more stealthy. Well, Wilson, time. if you're listening, give us a call. You know. <laughs> So there we are. Names of weather events and names of golf clubs. And, and we're off and running in 2023. You have anything else that, that piqued your interest here in the first couple of days of the year? We got. I'm telling I, you, I'm worried about this, this flooding. I think I was looking at my, my town's flood map and the shed is in a red area. The shed, the office is in a red area. I don't know what oh I'm going to do. But I mean. Yeah, that it's shed like can't have good waterproofing at all. I mean, come on, it's, like it's not even insulated. Feet, it's like it's half three feet insulated. off the ground. <laughs> okay. So I think that maybe two feet off the ground. I think that's the like saving grace. But everybody's How's saying it's going to flood. It's How's on. It's work? on they like uh, cinder blocks. Off. Okay. Okay. The house I'm not worried about. We're like high up. The the okay. thing I'm worried about is the shed. I'm, I'm Why is there always something things? extreme going on there? You're in a hat. You're freezing your ass off. You're bundled up. It's 90 deg- 98 degrees. You have no AC. You know, you talk about this, just this moderate paradise, but it seems like it's just one extreme thing after another going on out there. It's supposed to rain the rest of the month, literally like every day the rest of the month. It's like, I, this is not what I signed up for. Well, you're there now. <laughs> you're in it. It's like T- Talor Gooch signing up for Live London, and now he's yeah, in it. You got to stay. You're exactly committed. Like it. I didn't know yeah. what I was signing up for. I got hoodwinked. Uh, all right, we're off and running. I got to say, we're it's only two, three days old here of the year, but we have a combination for thirst bucket of the week slash catnip call of the week, and this fake Scott Stalling. The fake Scott Stalling. I think this is an authentic, authentic fun. This is really. This oh, is I love really- it, but he is milking it man he oh, is yeah. riding that which, horse which, which scott stallings is milking it more? the fake the fake sticks <laughs> now he's doing social media videos from outside the ups store he is how about, him, saw how this about pop. him knowing how about him knowing the masters uh big the brown. appropriate the appropriate yeah. shipping courier of the masters yeah yep. you don't go you don't put that you know defile defile that masters invite and paper uh you know, stationary with a with anything other than UPS, first class shipping. Um, Brown yeah, and he's green doing go the... together, perfect. You know, <laughs> that's not. I don't know about that. Um, 
But he's doing the social media video. He saw it just take off. And now he's like, hey, fake Scott Stallings here. I'm at the UPS store. He's doing his narration. I mean, kind are you going to inform I like people it. what happened? Or we just, you know, so the. the I mean, whole, if you haven't seen this, you just I, like you well, listen to this people, podcast. People might be worried did, about, about the Pineapple Express coming and yeah. missed it. All right. You know, all right. But so, Scott Stallings, uh, some guy named Scott Stallings. Got, non-golfer. Got Scott Stallings master's invite and he like lives across the street from scott stallings old agency which is how it got mailed to the wrong place and then there the mailman must have just take it over there or something yeah kind of nuts yeah i mean these are i, I don't want to put anyone at augusta national on pins and needles but these are just mistakes that they don't like being seen made right and, and then the the real Scott the golf Scott Stallings taking it public probably didn't make a maybe they rescind the invite for making them a public mess out of this it was just you always kind of kind of be walking on eggshells with the with Augusta National you, you don't want to show them up there but uh, yes that is catnip immediate which is it's an amazing story it's an amazing story that some jamoke not I mean no no offense to the other Scott Stallings just gets a master's invite in the mail so that's your early catnip. And a little thirst bucket, <clears throat> thirst bucket adjacent. I thought this was great. You alerted me to this today. We have a Panther National update and everybody's in hard hats that don't fit. Love seeing <laughs> that early social media interaction. Uh, the caption, Panther, Na- Panther National has been all over the social. They do have good social. They're, they're, maybe they're... They know that they're schooled in the thirsty ways of getting out there on social media. Do you think? Do you think Digital Jack's behind the social <laughs> efforts? Just, you think Just typing it? away there in the metaverse, getting <laughs> content out there. What killed me about this Panther National caption? I didn't even read the caption. I couldn't take my eyes Palm, off the picture. Pulling the hard hats that don't fit. <laughs> it's JT Jack. You know, some probably investors or, or maybe somebody. They got to get like, one of those. Um, they got to get some big, big, ha- big bill hats that all the NFL guys are wearing. <laughs> I saw a bunch. I saw several of those at the commanders game on Sunday. So at the, on well, the Brian Robinson is the guy right. that started it all. Right. I saw there were handful. Did you of see Jair Alexander wearing one talking no. shit to Justin <laughs> no. Jefferson. <laughs> They're popping off now, big hats. Uh, yeah, they should get those for Panther National. Those I will think be in we pro shops. Some soon. shotgun start <laughs> yeah. big hats. Uh, they might sell better than the coasters. Who knows? Um, all right, <laughs> get Meg on it. <laughs> the caption for Panther National: Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Uh, colon. Listen to this. Listen to this. Where a new way of living begins with a vision spanning generations. And I just got to say, what? A, a residential golf course community in Palm Beach is not a new way of living. If in any way, it's a 2022. It is literally the most unoriginal, duplicated way of living in that part of the country. A residential golf course community in Palm Beach. A new way of living. I just I, I could not believe like this was some new frontier and revolutionary thing they're creating and, and like the most golf dense golf village golf residential area of the country. And there's nothing against that particular you, you way of life. It's street, just not you new. You cross the street there and you're in a new golf <laughs> residential community. 
So anyways, we've got Panther National on the board here early in 2023. I didn't mean to bounce around like this. Do you have anything else from Kapalua that's piquing your interest? Always, Cantlay's a free agent. I know you're intrigued by this. He apparently, he's out on Hugo Boss, doesn't have apparel, and is out with uh, Titleist, doesn't have clothes. Kind of interesting. I'm in on, we have I'm a in top on this. five player in the world. I'm so in on it. I, uh, you know, he could be going to live. Who knows? He made some live comments today that were just yeah. like, uh, you know, I think he's, I don't think he's necessarily going, but here's the thing. I love, I love this move. I, I'm, I'm more in on Patrick Cantley than I was, you know, before this move, I'm way more in because here's the thing. He's not a marketable guy, right? So like, you're never going to get Ricky money. If you're Patrick Cantley. The best way to get close to Ricky Money is to be the best player in the world. So what's the best way to get to the best player in the world is use the absolute best equipment for you. And that might be, it might be a Titleist driver. It might be a Callaway hybrid. It might be like, I think that this is one of the more under, like people make it to the tour and then they're like, oh, finally, I'm going to get a big equipment deal. And there, there's a short-sighted aspect of that, of that thought because Really, the difference between 125 and 100 is minuscule. I mean, you're sure. you're talking about <clears throat> on the margins numbers, right? And you're that's significant. About FedEx ranking yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And every 25 or so is is very small. Like the difference between like until you get to the, like the top 10, right? And then the top 10, like those guys are fairly interchangeable with it with the out with the you know a few exceptions like where rory and and john rom are just out, otherworldly drivers of the golf ball you know they're going to be there they will roll out of bed a top 10 player in the world right mm-hmm. but like for a guy for guys i like i'm actually like as i started to think about it today i was just more and more shocked that more guys aren't equipment agnostic because I mean, the money is probably pretty good. The money's pretty good, but I would argue I'd be super interested. Like if you bumped your, if, if you go non equipment agnostic and you get to play everything that's perfect for you, I think that you could see a small, a small performance tick. That's then going to net. It's going to net bigger deals outside of equipment, but also put more money in your pocket, especially now with how much money is being distributed on course. That's the, the thing is like this, these elevated events, the increase in money is really going to put equipment companies into a, in a tough bind with players, because I think you're going to start to see guys realize like, Hey, you know, if I, if I play 5% better, because I, I get to pick my equipment. It's going to make me more cash than having this, you know, like if you're a big, you know, like Ricky, there's 10 guys that get paid a sh- shit ton. Right. But like, I don't think Patrick Cantley, Patrick Cantley, his personality doesn't punch him into that like stratosphere of guys. He doesn't want to be there, allegedly. You know, he says that at Riviera. He's like, I think you should just be paid for what you do on the course, more or less. I don't think he doesn't like guaranteed money and endorsement money. And maybe endorsement money falls into that. You know? and, I mean, you see it, though, with like with Phil, right? Just, you know, not now, Phil, but before, like, what who was the biggest? Who's the biggest sponsors on Phil? It wasn't equipment companies. Those were big deals. But front of the bill, 
was KPMG, right? Right. Like when Work you, if you, yeah. that's the type, that money, th- there's a reason that none of these equipment companies sponsor PGA Tour events. They don't flip that bill, right? There's only a certain amount of companies in the world that can flip PGA Tour of bills, right? So, so if yeah. you think about Patrick Cantlay, he's obviously got Goldman, but like the reality I think is that if you increase your performance, if he wins a major this year, he's going to make way more money than what Titleist ever. Like it's that like you win a big time event for a guy like him. Then all of a sudden, his endorsements are going to be all off the charts with everything else. He's going to make more money. What if this isn't by choice and he's just dropped the ball or his agent dropped the ball and he's now doesn't have apparel or equipment? Like, it's kind of curious. The guy's a freaking top five player in the world. He's out, it is he's curious. out apparel and he's out equipment. I assume it's, I, I don't know. I think he's probably not in any great rush to have everything. Maybe he was disappointed with Hugo Boss's uh, open apparel. Yeah, I don't know. He was, he, we had heard he was bouncing around to different equipment or uh, apparel brands all fall, kind of checking out stuff. But, um, and then there's the live thing kind of in the background. Doesn't, you know, he's committed to Amex, seems like he's on with the tour. He said he was, you know, I, I'm not going to make it as, it's not as much animosity um, like the others, like, like some others where it's, it's heated. I, I think competition is good, but I'm committed to the PGA tour. So that, that's a, Part of like the rumors, of course, when a guy is is out sponsors or shows up sponsorless at the start of new year. But uh, it seems like it's just, yeah. I don't I mean, know if it's by choice. It? I here's my my thing. I te- I tend to agree with you, and this was always the Kepka stuff. And this was my my kind of critique of Rory. If like talking about the same three rooms in his house, and like why do you give a shit about TaylorMade? Like why do you need a TaylorMade deal? Like he doesn't obviously, but he, you know it's his choice to take one. I think that's the case for like 95, 90% of guys probably should just be free agents and play whatever, have freedom. But like, there's some guys that just like tinkerers, like to have the whole world out there at their fingertips would be like a disaster. And I don't know, like that might even be Rory. It might even be like, confine the universe for me and let me go play golf. Right. Like Rory, like people who would like second guess, like maybe I should try this way. When you have the entire world in front of you, sometimes being confined, your, your options and choices might be good for some of these guys if they're like head cases and tankers. Um, you know, probably not Bryson who said his driver sucks at the, you know, he, maybe he wants more free. That's the I don't thing. Know. It's like you get into these things. It's like when all the PXG guys with that driver, you know, that they couldn't like, nobody yeah. could hit. Right. I don't know. I just think it's like, if your job, if your jobs be a pro athlete, these guys go to like great lengths to, to, to pick up, two miles an hour swing speed. These guys go to the gym all the time. Like, you know, like you're doing, you're so committed to everything and equipment's obviously like a fundamental aspect of, of performance. It just seems silly to me to just be tied. Like if you're at the top of the game to being, to be tied to one brand is it just, it seems to run counter against maximizing your performance. Right. Unless, yeah. You know, they're concerned about their performance and more worried about maximizing bank account. And, and I get, I get your trade off that you could maximize a bank account with more. Maybe that's the agent's I fault. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, one other thing I saw Billy boy, someone, I think Eric Patterson, Billy boy's hat velocity global out. He's wearing a Kapalua lid. 
So oh, wow. I wonder what's going on. Do you think we could try boy. and get in there? We have. I think if we sent him some hats, he'd, he'd wear any of them. Not, not to like, I don't want to spoil product, but we have designs, Jason Page design of this Billy Boy collection. I'm not going to go into the specific, a baton collection thing. That's just, I don't even know if it's, it, the execution is incredible. It'll be out in the spring at some point of this, this baton boy get up. So uh, maybe we'll send him that and he can, he can wear that as his hat. Uh, all right. Hat for him speaking of brands speaking of partners we have a new one here starting 2023 cozy earth cozy earth you know what what they make yeah you don't have to go i say the word paradigm you could think you could that could be any kind of product that could be any kind of you i don't know what that means cozy earth is cozy shit it's cozy stuff (laughs) it's loungewear it's sheets it's bath uh it's it's Towels, uh, comforters, PJs, uh, sweatshirts, joggers. All I don't sorts have to think just... hard. Guess what? It's cozy. It's really it's comfortable, comfortable stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's cozy. perfect time. It's a perfect time of the year to get some cozy shit. <laughs> I don't know if they want us using curse words, but first new partner, first ad read. But that's what we're going with. I mean, it's the, the URL is cozyearth.com. The promo code, and this is a this is a good deal. You get thirty five percent off, thirty five percent off site wide. That's everything. It's not confined to a certain product. Thirty five percent off site wide when you use the promo code Fried Egg. Let me. We should probably give you some details. Let me um, tell you. Here's the thing. What Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, that's a good one. All right, that's a great call. <laughs> this, I didn't think about like, that. A fake good, holiday, fake good, ass holiday, but there are expectations that come with it. Good, comfortable pajamas. Yep. Good throw. Good like blanket for yep. for the couch. Sheets, towels. These yeah. these things are just you know gold. Yep. So thirty five percent off too. Co- promo code is fried egg, all one word, all caps. Uh, their men's loungewear features a variety of styles and colors. Stand the test of time. So they're meant to be durable. Uh, it's natural, breathable, naturally breathable and temperature regulating premium. I'm not going to pronounce viscose, viscose from bamboo. What the what the panda bear is like viscose from bamboo. I got uh, some bamboo outside the shed. Do you think I could turn it into some? Crazy I, it stuff? sounds like it's a viscose. Sounds like a process that you're not capable of. Um, all season versatility. Perfect for layering in the colder months or worn on its own during the warmer months. So uh, it's next level comfort, four-way stretch. Uh, and uh, yeah, Valentine's Day. Hit that up. CozyEarth.com. You know, I noticed Oprah is big into Cozy Earth. And she's got a section of Oprah's favorites. I think we're going <laughs> to have to talk to somebody about Andy and Brendan's favorites. Right there next to Oprah. <laughs> On the CozyEarth.com website. Some of our picks. I think we have that kind of staying power or that brand power that that Oprah does. So promo code is FRIEDEGG. URL is CozyEarth.com. 35% off. All right. Let's get to it. The schedule for the week is the Century Tournament of Mostly Champions. Not all. At Kapalua Plantation Course. Annual start of the year on the PGA Tour. That's it. There's nothing else. On any tour 
There's not a single OWGR point to be had out there in the world aside from at Kapalua this year, uh, this week. There's no LPGA. There's no you know senior circuit. There's nothing. All we got <clears throat> is uh, Kapalua. That will be on Golf Channel uh, at night. I had the schedule here somewhere. Uh, yeah, 6 to 10, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, it's 4 to 6 on NBC. I assume there's probably some football coming on Saturday afternoon. 6 to 8 on uh, Golf Channel. And uh, is that right? 6 to 8 on Golf Channel, I think. And then Sunday, 4 to 6 on NBC and 6 to 8 That's on it? Golf 6 Channel. 6 to 8? It looks like an 8 p.m. finish on Saturday and Sunday is what I see. So Seems that's like a golf. mess. That sounds pretty early out here on the West Coast. Yeah, I think they probably don't want to go up against, I guess, Sunday Night Football or something like that. Who knows what's going on there? Um, they, they've moved this around so much in the last like five to six years. Remember, they did that Monday finish sometimes, and it was against the national championship game. So they've tried to figure out the, the formula here. I think they're just sticking with an early-ish Sunday finish, especially. But is that your event of the week? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. It's, I, I think this is... I was thinking about this before we started recording. Is this from a tour operated event standpoint? Is this like the third best tour event of the year? Second best tour event of the year? I, I don't know. I, did you say second? Honestly, this is like my favorite. This, the, the first round of this tournament every year is like one of my favorite moments of the year. Well, it, it benefits from the, sort of the lawning of more than like four weeks off of, of golf, right? The lawning of like, I mean, I, I think the tradition of it is good, right? The limited field, the setting has not changed. Um, the, the finish, the late finish helps. Like it is extremely unique in a schedule on the PGA Tour. But I think it also benefits from its spot of being the anticipation of week one, opening days, so to speak, things like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it is. It's you're going to rank a, the you're going to rank the PGA Tour venues on Club TFE blog, right? Maybe yes. I, I think that's a separate discussion from events but, that we're kind of so talking like about, this but. thing from an event. The it's time the players, the time is great. I'm just I I think like the course is super fun to watch. The 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 yeah. scenery is legit a plus. The time of day it's on, scenery, the time of, of year, the time of year it's on. Oh yeah, the field's always awesome. Hey, are you doing dry January? I don't know. We'll see. Why are you? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. But I, what you're talking about, the time of day, I like to have a bourbon and sit by the fire and watch golf in Hawaii. So I got to think about that. Right? It's just a really good. It's a great setting. It's a perfect tradition. I don't know. You put. I think Riv- honestly, I think this is my second favorite tour event of the year after Riviera. It's up there. Riviera's up. Th- obviously, Riviera's one. players. I don't know how that could go be- be- past five. The players, of the tour just ruins too much for me. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be a part of it. Um. But yeah, this is our first elevated event. Everybody's playing besides Rory. Rory's taking a pass. You're allowed to miss one elevated How event. How about Rory Rory's just sl- slipping that rule in and then just pass it, pass it on the first one? 
I mean, it's going to be busy after this. He's he's really jamming himself. Kind of feel bad the for the Euro guys. Why? Because they got to go play a bunch of Euro events too to play in the Ryder Cup. It's just like a kind of a kind of a disaster. Uh, I mean, like, Rory's going to play like twenty six times this year, <clears throat> twenty eight times. Seventeen of the top twenty in the world, I believe, are here. Um, I love that they did. There's a chart on PGATour.com that says highest ranked players in the field, and it's two columns. One is by <laughs> one is by world ranking, and one is by FedEx no. Cup ranking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where is this? I'll text it to you right now as we're talking. Uh, yes, it's a two two column chart. One's world ranked. So on the top first row of one column is Scotty Scheffler. First row, the other column is Seamus Power. <laughs> highlighting field strength uh so yeah we got scheffler cantley rom shoffley zelatoris do you think seamus power is the favorite <laughs> favorite for player of the year we're doing bold predictions for 2023 how can you not are we doing over unders when are we, we doing did that we did it in september don't we do that at the start of the new season browns bears and start of the new pga tour season i think we are oh, i had that. to hit the bears under i think you probably did uh any tea time? Adam Spenson's got to play as a single, which is unfortunate. I don't know why they did that. He's the last winner on tour. Maybe that's why they put him out there. Um, why can't they get a marker? Like, why can't somebody on hand in Hawaii? Yeah, just play. Send uh, Ralph out there. <laughs> um, Sunjay and Homa <laughs> no is a duh. good parent. Scheffler, Zalatoris, Spieth, Tom Kim, who apparently is a Nike guy now. Which is Tom Kim's a Nike guy. Sad to see because they're going to dress him and clown. You shoes. think they're going to phenol him? I don't know. A beautiful boy. Look what they've done. Um, Fitzy and Rom playing together, talking Ryder I mean, Cup. I'm sure. Let's be real. Good tee like, times. Good tee sheet. What Nike's infinitely better than what Shrixon or whoever dresses Hideki. And. I guess. Hideki's the worst dressed on tour. It's not even close. It's Troy Merritt. Every people have been on this. People, Tron, Kyle, for we've done this. It's Troy Merritt. It's not even. Close. I don't know. I think Hideki with the vertical stripe, preponderance of vertical stripes, the pinstripe. Hideki, the rocks like, bombers. He's up there. He's got to be. I if I, I Troy Merritt wears some awful stuff. Okay, it's just terrible. Okay, Troy Merritt's awful, but in a way, I, I think what, Hideki. Or it, it's Troy Merritt. It doesn't matter. Hideki is a player of consequence. Yeah. And he is just uh, constantly yeah. embarrassed by his clothing. I think he'd have five more wins if it wasn't for his clothes. <laughs> I think he's probably out there feeling self conscious. It's hard to make four footers when you're worried about your pinstripes. Just not accurate. Uh, hey, who's? Let's do our thing, our game. Where? What is your? How do you phrase your hypothetical? Who's the guy in the field that's going to be the least consequential <laughs> in five years or something? The guy you just like? Do you think I should go after Seamus Power? Again? You do a double dip. He's now come to the TOC TOMC twice now <laughs> in two back to back years, so he can't be that it's one and done. Tournament of mo- mostly. Uh, I know where so I'm it's going. Like least consequential in five years. What I, you, I it would, was your I game. Was, you came up with it last year. It's like the I guy gonna, that you just I was going to go with our boy Chez, but I saw he's been speed training. I can't wait to watch Chez. Oh. He oh, might be a player TPI? to watch. 
the he's performance. He's a player to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were he's tweeting just, at us. Yeah. We, yes. He might be playing out more than two ten on the eighteenth at AT and T in a couple of weeks. I think Probably. I saw he hit one eighteen on the on the ball speed or swing speed. Unbelievable. So who is it? I think there's there's some options. Who's your guy? Brem Ryan Brem. <laughs> Just Chad like Ramey. Left, I'm going with Chad off Ramey. The I, Although Ramey's young guy, he has potential so, years ahead of him. Brem is, is kind of. Why I would miles. push back on Ramey or Ramy or whatever, however you pronounce it. I asked uh, Skinny Vinny a couple years ago. Ball, right. Well, I asked him who was the guy that that you'd bet on from the Corn Ferry, and he picked out him. He's like that guy yeah. is a machine. So it's probably silly to pick him, a young guy. Um, yeah, JJ Spawn. I mean, Brem. You know. Brem, Brem, Brems, yeah, you've already. I was trying to find someone else besides Brem, but yes, Spawn could be. I mean, Luke List could be. I mean, putting himself off the tour. Who's never going to come back to this event? Who's never making it back to Capital? Brem, he won an opposite field event on his last start of a major medical. (laughs) Although now they've opened it up to you know, I don't even know what the qualifications are. Is it East? Next year it's going to be a full field event. Sixty-five guys or something. I mean, there were how many winners were there last year that aren't allowed? Cam Smith, Hudson Swafford. What? What did Chez win? That's what, oh Barracuda. Remember we were oh. we were in uh, yeah, open. The chess we were at that fest. college bar at, at St. Andrews watching <laughs> Barracuda. At one Forgot the about that. Just um, did that in your review too. We did. We did. All right, that's your. Hey, uh, everybody, listen to your review if you haven't. You know, go in there. Did. <laughs> I think Speaking a lot of, of people did it. Um, you have any other twenty twenty three thoughts, <clears throat> majors, or predictions? You know, I went on. We tweeted. We're about to record the first podcast of the year. Does anyone have any predictions for the year? I did it as a joke, just because there's like everywhere you turn, you're getting slapped in the face with my five bold predictions. These are bold predictions, and I was a joke, and people started replying. I loved some of these. Cabal prediction. <laughs> Two guys on the pretender on your pretenders list through 54 holes win majors. <laughs> <laughs> we are a little overzealous with contender pretender. Uh, so he's saying two will win. Club TFE gets a new name by 2024, which is that's certainly plausible. Uh, Charlie Pfeiffer tweeted George <laughs> George Santos successfully defends his master's title, <laughs> which is, you know, guy who probably claimed the congressman who claims he won the masters among many other things that are actually true. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, Here, I'll, I got something. I, you know, what? something that I think is always a, a very meaningful exercise year in, year out is to go back to last year's ranking before this week. What ranking? OWGR? Yeah. So like the last ranking of the year before or, you know, whatever the last, the fir- the last ranking of 2021. It's a little really. hard to say what the live plumbing. Well, right? that's, I think that is, it's a meaningful exercise just because of like how much shit changes in, in a year. And that's what, so if we do that last year, um, Going into this week, John Rahm, number one, Colin Morikawa, number two. Colin Morikawa is not in the top 10 anymore, which that's unfathomable 
last year this time. Well, he got old. He got achy. Creaky. Did get old. DJ three. Obviously, outside the top ten, you could argue this or that. He didn't do much in majors, though. He was somewhat relevant at the open. But that was it. Um, Cantley is four, pretty much the same spot. DeShambo five. DeShambo's a YouTuber. Yeah. I mean he's gone. I, I, I yeah, I don't know what to I don't know what to do with Bryson much more. I, I hope he comes back. Obviously, we want him to play well at big events. He's an incredible character. So then you go Xander, JT, Hovland, Rory, all obviously still top ten players. I think Hovland's ten right now. And then you got Louie at ten. So like half the top ten is gone. And that's like almost the case every year. So when you think about like making predictions or making bold pro- proclamations, like some of these guys are going to flat out stink in the top 10. And my question is who, who are they going to be the guys that stink oh, I this like year? This. I like this. All right. Just shading. Rory. Negative. No. Scheffler. Could Scotty Scheffler not be a top 10 player then? Yeah. Year? That's not going to say he falls off a cliff, but well, Cam Smith that. probably isn't going to be is. one. Yes. He's not. But that's I mean, he could win a major. He could win a major. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Arguably the best player of the year, player last year. It's very hard to see like any of these. Like Scheffler's the best option. But the, but this is the thing. It's like five of them, four or five of them are going to be gone. Cam mm-hmm. Smith's probably the most likely to be out, right? If you were doing it just based <laughs> on the, yeah. the situation with OWGR. Sure. Cantlay's at four. I, d- I don't. Cantley's like a dial tone in more ways than one. Like he's just, he's very steady. I don't think he's going anywhere. Rom's five. He's not going anywhere. I agree. Rom, Rory, and Cantley probably aren't going anywhere. I don't think Xander is. Six. Zalatoris? Yeah, I mean, he's got injury issues again. You know, the, the putting thing. I know he's a statistically, a, you know, a much better putter. But he undoubtedly has something inside five feet. That's a problem. I, I it's very hard to pick anyone that, that that's, that's is the thing. Have, but, but I guess the the everybody the does these bold predictions. But this is the thing: five of these guys are going to stink. Four I don't of know if they'll stink. Uh, stink. Why don't we flip but this and say who's good that comes in? Yeah, and bumps well, that's them. what that's why I'm saying. So who's coming in? This is the way I think you come up with bold predictions, Spieth. right? Speed. <laughs> Come on. He's going to win this week. Jam yeah, he here. might. He, that'd be great. It'd be great. I would love for him to beat a field of guys for the first time since the Open. <laughs> I would I would love it. That was I was thinking about this while I was showering the other day. Heritage was, thinking, was a good field. I was thinking year. literally, was legitimately, when was the last time we saw Jordan Spieth tee it up with the best players in the world and win? He uh, put that was Patrick Cantlay in a body bag at the Heritage playoff this year. But that was yeah, it wasn't a field full of the best players. All right. All right. Speed's coming into the top ten. Burns, maybe. Burns seems like a good pick. Tom Cameron Kim? Young. What I about think Cameron Tom Kim? Cameron Young. We're just like reading off the world rankings right now. Cameron Young is on the come up. Right? I feel like uh, that's not like a bold prediction, but it just feels like a lot of those runner ups. A Seems couple like of those sept- are ups. What if wins. the septic tank is number 10 by the end of the year? 
Honestly, I think that's like a real no, consideration. It's not. No, it's not. The septic what are you tank talking about? squares is in the top ten. Septic tank was like hundredth in the world last year. And he's twenty seventh now. And I think, you know, no disrespect to Septic Tank. I love him. A 10 seems lofty. <laughs> Septic he Tank. Was, he played well at the Honda and then, like, well, was just you, nowhere to be found until, like, uh, Memphis. And uh, You like uh, to weaponize the heritage. He finished third in that field. The heritage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are there any first-time winners you like? I mean, I love Davis Riley. He yeah. he booted away a couple. Like doing that year in review research, I was like, this guy should have won twice. <laughs> Maybe Cameron at Young least is once. A pick for that too. So hit the gal is a trendy pick that everybody's taken as a you know first time winner. Uh, anything else? I remember we what did do you, this do last you have year, any? and you started picking major winners. We told the people we're not doing that. It's silly to do major winners when. You do you know, want to do major it? winners? Like at this time last year, would you have picked like Scotty Scheffler to like top five it in like three or four and win everything before you know April fifteenth? No, probably not. You might have picked him to win something. Um, I just remember I you think... picked Rory to win Southern Hills on this episode last year, this first of the year episode. You have any other? You have any bold proclamations you want to make about majors? I think Patrick. Can't, I'm in on Patrick Cantlay this year. I can't believe this. The the, the cat drinking from a saucer of milk i'm 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 going in i'm i like these changes i like he's gonna announce a deal with wilson next week and you're gonna be screwed (laughs) well then i'm out pxg or something then i'm I'm back out all right all right right Right. now free agent patrick cantlay i'm in on i think maybe maybe just maybe he's had bad luck at majors and that's what i'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wish away. I'm gonna say that the that he's just been Hold he on. just hasn't Hold had on. it those weeks. I'm just gonna Bad say luck he didn't on every just, single occasion. <laughs> I'm just gonna say he hasn't had it that week. And I'm gonna say that he's been it's just been variance. He's just been playing poorly on those weeks out randomly, and that this is the year that it's gonna click in. Okay. How do you how do you like that take? That's a bold take right there. Okay, so what's he winning? Masters? Uh, I'll go U.S. Open at L.A. Okay, interesting. Hometown. You know he's from there. We might hear that. Uh, actually, no, I am i don't like that now because he's <laughs> from there. I, it's actually like a first. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, he's going to win at the, the Leafless Oak Hill. Leafless. That'll be interesting. That Oak Hill deal. Soggy, I, uh, s- soggy Oak Hill. Deal. Home game for Rory, the in-laws, going up there to Rochester. Um, that might be too many distractions. I know. A lot going on. Do you think he'll stay at the in-laws? He could. He might. I, I'd. Would you want to stay at your in-laws if you were playing a major championship? The distraction might be helpful. Do you want to go home and just you know, think about your game or bang balls into the rocket net or whatever, you know, <laughs> hang out with your family, your in-laws have to be on your toes with your in-laws. So mind your P's and Q's. How much, how much, how much would you love if you saw, if Rory posts a picture from like his, his track man at home and he was hitting into a rocket net, <laughs> not like a hundred thousand dollars setup. It's just like a rocket net. <laughs> 
being like the most relatable thing a top 10 player in the world uh, could do that's great this is uh, my home I, setup i don't have anything else for this episode i i don't know who's gonna win what i mean i i'd like cameron young to win i like i honestly think cam smith's gonna win the masters is that i know that's not a bold take it just is gonna add to the i don't know the i the, the, I feel like I'm most upset that Cam Smith is at live because I just genuinely like really enjoy watching him play golf. That's the one that just like, I don't know. We've talked about this a lot, but like from like just purely like watching golf, he was somebody that was a little bit different on tour. He was super fun to watch. And that's the guy that bothers me that he's gone. Yeah. What's going on with Liv? It's not really a week to talk about Liv, but again, very quiet. All is quiet on the Liv front. It, it's, I thought we'd have a lot more teams and players and everything lined up by then. Do you, have, do you, you think have they're any... having trouble coming up with names? That could be it. Maybe they should consult meteorologists. Meteorologists are yeah, club namers. It's hard. Um, you have any thoughts on the Elevated series beginning this week? It's kind of hard to this looks like it often does. I know there's this is it's just this, a weird this event is always pretty loaded. It's not like a dramatic change. It's got a few extra guys. I guess like of one of my questions, the big question would be what is the future of this event as an elevated event? Like are the elevated events going to be consistent one from the other? I think it would actually be pretty cool if elevated events were like drastically different, you know, but my guess is that they probably are going to want some sort of standardized format for these elevated events. So I, you know, just an inkling, this probably this field gets bigger and bigger. Do you, what do you make of elevated, like the events for the year? these whatever it's basically the ones it's it's a lot of the events that have good fields or were elevated already with with like a heritage mixed in and a travelers mixed in right you know it's the player i i just i have a little bit of a concern and i wrote about this for the friday newsletter about just like it becoming wgc's light again right but now there's even less of a world makeup it's only pga tour so I, I don't know. We'll see. It's undoubtedly the PGA tour product will be better this year than it was last year. Um, some of it, some, some of, it. of it, they've obviously lost guys, but do you know what I mean? Well, those I'm, events, I'm saying like elevated. half, half the events are sure. going to be utter shit, but that's what like, it's better to have half good, half shitty than all sort of middling or all. Sort I would, of... I would venture to say that half shitty should just go. <laughs> I do. I, I like I like the idea of rotating. I love like one of the, I think one of the cool things for the whatever 19 other events that other than this one. Uh, I forget. I think it's 17. I mean really it's like 14 14 yeah, other plus, events. I think it's 17 maybe. You have to play 3 non-elevated. Yeah, it's 14 plus 3 non-elevated. I think you are so f- the 14, 14 other events, 14 yeah. other elevated events all like one of the neat things for those tournaments and organizers and the markets is you know Rory's coming. Like that's cool. Yeah. And I th- I think that's like a huge advantage in 
if they if they rotate around and every five years the John Deere gets one of these things, will be really cool for John for like a place like that. If the Sanderson one year got one of these, it would be incredible. I don't think Sanderson sounds like wants to be a sponsor much longer, but you know that that's, yeah. Yep. You know, the contracts work in a certain way <laughs> that it's not easy to get out of them. Right. 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 Um, yeah. I I'm, I'm fascinated by it. It, it feels like it's, you know, it's kind of cool for some of these places, right? These places already have history, right? If it's like a travelers or it's a heritage or whatever, it's it, a Phoenix. I don't think Phoenix is elevated this year. It is. I think it is. Wells Fargo. And it's like your owner, you get a new owner of like some soccer club that has a fan base and you have a history. And all of a sudden you get a new owner that just has spends money to over to overhaul the roster. Right. Like these places are already exist. Right. It's just infusing them with more cash and superstars. So I don't know. I, I think it'll be all right. I mean, I, those weeks will obviously be great. Um, I just don't I, I don't think it's going to lapse into some like kind of WGC bore because of that history and identifiability already. So, uh, but this week starts elevated, the elevated era, even though we have very little understanding of what it means, you know, like who's getting into these fields eventually, how do you qualify? Um, what's the road of going forward as Joseph Lamagna was tweeting about, like how are, how are FedEx cut points not going to be weighted? You cannot do that. You cannot have the same FedEx cut points going to an elevated event as 3M or John well, you Deere can't, or whatever. can't change that because the, the sponsors all pay the same amount of money. Right. So that's, it's, it, there's a lot of wrinkles to, to, to maybe that's how out. they should now do sponsorships is how many FedEx cup points do you want to give out? And that's how much you have to pay us. Right. <laughs> A race for the points, just an arms race for FedEx Cup points amongst title sponsors. Um, all right, I think that does it. That's our 2023 first debut. That's season, season no bold preview? predictions. Is yes, that a season, season preview? preview? Absolutely not. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not. You, there's, you can find predictions everywhere. I think it's Are silly we to... pushing the season preview to Friday? What season preview? What do you mean? What I do you want? Know. We could do big season preview. Like rookie of the year, player of we the could, year, yeah, we event could of the make, year, event of the year, five bold make, predictions, make that a are bunch of true. predictions that will all be wrong, and no one will check us on them. So I thought that's <laughs> well, what I think do some people will for. check us. <laughs> they, they might news. All I have I'm, are facts. I want to know. I want to know who everybody thinks is going to stink this year in the top ten. That's what I want to know. It's hard to choose from somebody. It's that's it's kind of crazy though. If you go back, I was going to write this for the Friday newsletter, but I just ran out of time. If you go back, like a bunch of guys fall out every year. And it's just like kind of like it's a fascinating because like guys get to the top 10 and you're like, oh, they're going to be there for a long time. But like, that's not actually the case. Like guys just aren't there. Right. Like that's not what happens. If you go back to 20, 2020. DJ Rom, JT, Rory, Bryson, Webb Simpson was six. I mean, he wasn't even in like the top fifty the next year. Morikawa, Xander, Cantley, and Hatton was ten. Scheffler is a good candidate, but like 
he's so far up, you know, he's, he's got so many points, right? He's number one until uh, September. So, I mean, he'd like not just have to fall, but he'd have to fall hard to get out of the top 10. It's possible. Second, you know, let's I go just, back to 2019. Salatoris seems like an, option. I don't think Salatoris is the guy somebody. though. I don't, I, I, I think like Zan, maybe Xander fall. I mean, the thing about Xander, he's been in the top 10. So I'm at 2019 now. He's been in the top. He's been one of the mainstays. Sure. 2019, Fleetwood was 10. Xander, Justin Rose, Cantley, Tiger was six. Oh, TJ, JT, Rom, Rory, and Kepka was number one. I mean, Kepka wasn't year. in the top 10 after 29, like 2020, wasn't in the top 10. He went from one to outside the top 10. He's such a unique case. Just never played anything but the majors. Really? No show. I don't know. I mean, obviously last year was a big churn year, but from 2019 to 2020, you have Fleetwood, Rose, Tiger, Kepka all fell out. I think you see there's like some older guys in there that just don't aren't in this. Yeah, but there aren't older guys anymore. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to have a Rose or a Tiger type drop off. So I don't know that there'll be that much churn because the 10 are like all these guys in their 30, under 30. So All right. Maybe that's the take. There there is going to be limited churn. These are the guys. There aren't going to be any new young guys. I'm saying that. Come on. I understand there'll be more young guys that jump in at Cameron Young, but I just think maybe the churn isn't at the same rate. So Scheffler's your pick to stink. You're putting words in my mouth. They're jamming me. You're forcing <laughs> me to take somebody from a list I don't like that I don't want to choose from. And stink is a pretty relative strong word for what I'm being forced to do here. I'd say of all the guys, I could see him having the worst year of the top 10 right now. I don't know if that means he drops out of the top 10. So what about JT? I don't think what so. kind of years JT having? He's been in there every single year for the last four or five years. That's the thing. It's like certain guys don't fall out. Rory. I mean, Camp Smith's the easy one. He could just Hovland. bomb out. Well, Camp Smith just doesn't show up at the majors and is just on live, you know, playing for nobody. I mean, YouTube. Hovland could be chipping it back and forth across the green, ping ponging it. I don't know. Is I he, saw the guys, the data data boys at Clipped said that Hovland's Hovland had the greatest skill improvement of any player on tour in terms of a singular skill improvement. Chipping, chipping around the green. Okay, he's, he's on the it. up and up there. Yeah. All right, that does it. Season I'll let you go good. to. I'll let you go to fifteen, and I think there's a clear guy. If you go to 15, like there's one guy you'd expect to just like the bottom to fall out. There's only Drop one out of the guy. top 15. No, the, you go to the top 15. If there was one guy you had to pick for the bottom to fall out, who would it be? Most plausible to have the bottom fall out. I mean, I think like, I know who you're going to say. I, I, I just think there's one guy. Morikawa. Really? No, I know who you're going to say. I mean, there's there's one guy who's had the bottom fallout on that in that top fifteen. Speed, yeah. I mean, Tom Kim could have a come down to earth. Come on, I. It's crazy. He's fifteen in the world. It's twenty. Was he twenty? 
insane. I don't know. Sorry, won twice. All right. That does it. A lot of chatter about the OWGR, but a fun exercise at the top of the year. We'll have to check in on this at the uh, start of do you think? Do you think we're actually going to? No. No, but it, we may recall. We did our who's going to be most irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant, Ryan Brem, this year. So maybe <laughs> we'll Brem. remember to do this again next year. The so. super Brem super fans are going to come after us. <laughs> We're going to get, yeah, a lot of hate mail. All right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back Friday. Like this is, hey, this is such a cherish this week. I know it might be cold or flooding wherever you are, like Andy. But that first Thursday is just so fun. We're going to get some unique mumbo jumbo graphics right whether it's miscalculating the uh, you know elevation changes or whatever they're calling golf's biggest events this year i noticed there's some graphics on golf channel about dates to circle is now a thing that they're calling big events so we'll get a lot of graphics we'll get a lot of fedex cup propaganda it's always one of the most uh, enjoyable watches that first thursday and we'll be back Remember a couple of years ago when the coverage opened and Bryson was putting with the pin in? Yeah. Because that was the big rules change. Oh, big thing. <laughs> or you remember, big thing to keep an eye on as we tune in Thursday is the sound effects. Because the sound guy doesn't, and like, they're, they're hitting they're like rusty. 60. Well, no, they're hitting like 60 degree wedges and they have like a three wood sound effect they plug in. It's like, whoosh, like this whip. On like hitting a wedge or a nine iron. This always happens this year. The, the sound effects guy doesn't go, or the mic guy doesn't go over there. And they're plugging in all these like wood sound effects for, uh, you know, six iron or four iron, things like that. So, all right. Great day. It's a great day of golf. We'll be back Thursday night, Friday morning to recap it. Mm-hmm.